You're now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge with Eddie B on all major platforms. What's going on? It's your boy, Eddie B. You're now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge. One more time, thank y'all for tuning in. You catch this thing every Wednesday, uh, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, uh, Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, and 2 p.m. if you're over on the West Coast. Yeah, buddy. Thank y'all so much. Uh, hit me on my chat line, 832-957-2788. You know, we talk that good teacher talk on here. Some of the stuff that other people just don't understand, but hey, we got it. We know what we're doing. We know what we're talking about. They don't got to understand. It's a teacher thing, baby. Okay? So, like them out. Like them out and leave them out if they don't understand what we're going through. Hope you're enjoying your summer, man. Also, the summer tour is on and popping. I hope you're able to catch a show. Them things been selling out from Beaumont to Houston to Louisiana to uh, Atlanta to Dallas. And uh, we're going to be adding more cities. So don't be hitting me talking about Eddie B. Man, you need to come. Are you ever going to come to Portland, Oregon? First of all, no. Okay. Because I ain't never heard not one teacher from Portland, Oregon say what's up to me. <laughs> if it's 50 more y'all like that, I'll come. Nah, but I, we are opening it back up. So fall in the spring. If we're not coming to your city in the summertime, well, we're adding cities in the fall and spring. So just give us a um give us time to work on that. Also, you can put your input on input in too. Just uh hit me up, EddieBcomedy.com. You need to subscribe to that too, so you can get um you can get uh notifications when we have new shows and new stuff, new products coming out. It's free to subscribe. So go ahead and do that. And then you can also submit a, you know, a you thought about coming to this city. We got this population here. This district of teachers would love to see you. You know, we'll definitely look into it, man. So uh, <clears throat> one more time. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It's your boy, Eddie B. And if I can be honest with you, I'm tired as hell. Okay. I got daddy duty 24-7. It don't stop. Uh, and I got business. And I got to put out videos and cater to y'all. So I'm pretty sure that y'all have stuff that you got to do, too. Although it is the summertime. I know you got kids. You got obligations. Some of y'all got two other jobs that y'all working on okay that's the only way you have extra money is you have an extra job and it's all good man you know we got to do to survive and maintain this thing just make sure we got each other back you know check on your teacher friends man uh your um your real teacher click the ones who you really hang with not the ones you don't like forget them they want to mess with you during the year don't mess with me during the summer i, I wish you would call me during the summer and i don't like you Ah, oh, man, I take my time to respond and let you know, please don't call my phone during office hours, summer hours. <laughs> don't hit me at all. And I don't check your emails either. Okay. Or either. However you want to say it, just do that. So make sure y'all uh, keeping up with everybody. You know, you know, this was a crazy, mental, stressful, draining year uh, for everybody. You need to make sure they holding up, especially the ones that decided to teach summer school. Now, I do understand that you're getting your hustle on, but please... Just understand that you are cutting your summer short and your mental break short. So sometimes it's not about the money. It's about taking care of yourself. Uh, but, you know, we don't get money in the beginning of the year and every year uh, during the year. So we try to make up for it in the summertime, thinking we're getting our hustle on. But we really, you know, not taking care of our bodies and we moving around because the district then threw us a bone with some money that probably was in the budget already and we never got in the first place. Where the hell they find all this new money to give teachers for summer school? I'm hearing that some summer school teachers are getting $50 an hour, $40 an hour. Some districts, they not giving out nothing. Okay, they just want you to come in. They definitely gonna have nobody teaching there. But I know you are excited about that extra money, but it don't make you think, damn, y'all find money when you need to find money. <laughs> For everything except for paying us more on our salary. So y'all got to think about that, man. They know how to pull you in with dollars. So if that's the case, pull us in with dollars from the jump. When I signed the contract, it should have been another zero on there. Did you know? I just found out. Did you know that the, the guys that work in the NBA who mop up the sweat off the floor, do you know that they get 80000 a year? I just found that out. I saw that on social media. Damn it, we applied for the wrong position. And you know what? They don't, don't nobody bother them. They get on that court. Hey, they get TV time. You never know who looking. You never know who watching. And they down there with all the stars. Okay? So you get to be around stars. You on the first row. Okay? You right at the baseline waiting on somebody to drop some sweat, which they always do because they, I don't know, they I don't know how they play defense because all of them be sweated. Okay? 
I, I couldn't have been in the, in the NBA because I asked Eddie, why you not playing D? I say, did you see that boy chest? He got chest hairs and he's sweaty and he musty moist. He's musty moist and I can't deal with it. Little jobs like that get paid 80000 a year and you don't even have games every night, okay? So they get breaks all the time. They get breaks during the game, halftime. They can go pee, okay? We can't even go pee without having somebody watch our class and then we not somebody going to tell on us. So, you know, do your research. You know, if you want an extra, I don't know if that's an extra job for you because it's a year round, I believe. Well, not year round, but the NBA season is long and it runs into, <coughs> it runs into, I'm really trying to tell you how to go apply. I really am. I, but you know what? The majority of uh, uh, teachers are women and I ain't never seen no woman run on that court and clean up some sweat. I don't know if they biased. Y'all need to check off into that. They might be biased because all they have are these young dudes running around like they athletic or they used to be cheerleaders or something. You know, the one <laughs> with the bull horn. Okay, let's go. Yeah, they have that. Why they don't have no older women on there? Okay. Older women clean up, clean up after kids, they husbands. 24-7 for free. You don't think that flow will be waxed, spot, spick and span? Within one quarter, they'll knock this out, and it'll be smelling like pine salt, okay, and fabuloso. All them boys do is sweep and get eighty thousand a year. Man, them women to sweep so good and wipe so good, they, they you want to get them a raise. I'm not even gonna sit here and talk about all the jobs that make more money than us, because I've, I've a professional babysitters. They are in competition with our salary, and they don't work all the time. And they and uh, you know the old cliche. Uh, the dumb question, the norm of people who don't teach, they always say, oh, you get breaks off and you get summers off and winters off and you still get paid for what you're complaining about. Uh, at this point, I'm tired of them. I'm tired of explaining to them. So I'm not I'm going to stop. Don't even don't even uh, don't even work yourself up behind it. They, they'll never understand. But you know what? It's just like I believe how people don't tip uh, waiters and waitresses real good because they've never been one. And um, if they if they if everybody in the world was required, I think it should be a damn college course for you to go volunteer at a school and teach or help teach that whole semester. I bet you we'll have people other than teachers with picket signs out in front of the Capitol saying that we need a raise and need more money because then they'll see out of sight, out of mind. That's why some of these parents fix their mouth to say stupid stuff. Because they really don't get it. Okay, because they never been a teacher. You a super parent, but you gotta understand, we super parents and teachers at the same time. So we, so we know our kid. You know, sometimes they don't act how they act at home, like they act at school. But you act like your kid ain't did no wrong, and you want to come at us. And then you surprised when finally one teacher snap, and it be on the news, and he done beat up a kid. I just seen the one where the lady just slapped the hell out the kid. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> She got over that little boy. I don't know what city this was in, but apparently they only showed the part when she got mad, okay? Whatever happened, she got mad enough and she gave that boy multiple hits to the back of the head. I'm talking about precise. She was a fighter. She done fought before because her connect percentage was at 100%. She didn't miss, not one time. She connected very well. And so... You had all, of course, you got the comments of the people who don't understand. And she should be put under the jail. She should never be qualified to teach a kid again. Girl, she talked. I want that tape to, 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 to go to the beginning. Whatever he did, he caused that. See, y'all don't want to see that part. Now, I'm not saying it was cool to hit him, but sometimes, damn it, kids need to feel grown-up strength, okay? Because they don't feel grown-up strength at home. She hit that boy like a grown mama who was sick of this little boy. He probably looked like his daddy and she can't stand him either, okay? She hit that boy with some precision that I appreciated. No, she shouldn't have hit him, but damn it, I say, if you gotta do what you gotta do, I'm just mad that she got caught. That's all I'm mad about. He wasn't hurt, he wasn't bleeding. He still ha he still have enough sense to like, why you do that? He probably set that up. Why you do that? And then she made fun of him, why you do that? I can tell you why she did that. Cause he, he, he bad as hell and he always messing up. He always bothering people. And when somebody finally bothered him back, why you do that? She would, you know what? We need to start a GoFundMe for her. Cause she definitely getting fired. Not because of what she did just so the district can save face. Okay. 
because you're gonna have some dumb parents up there. See why she's still at school. I'm a, not in, you know, if they talk about pulling their kids out of school, the district don't have our back. Principals already don't have our back either when the parent just make a complaint. They just take what the parents say, face value. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it is what it is. And whatever we say, it don't matter. Even though we had this kid more than the parent do. So anyway, I'm on my soapbox today, but that's just something I just saw in the tabloids and I, it was interesting. So whenever you get a chance to look up the NBA salary for the ball, for the, for the boys that sweep the floor. So, you know, I'm not bull corning you. It's going around on social media right now. I think that job is, it's going to be a, a heavy influx of applications. I feel mine out last night. Uh, <laughs> I'm always hustling. Don't do that. I'm always hustling. So y'all know for a fact that every time we have a guest on here, it's from, uh, it's always a teacher. It's always somebody who has something to do with education or somebody who just sick of kids. Those are always great guests on this show because we can't say it, but sometimes, damn it, we sick of your kids. Okay. We sick of them. Sorry. We love them, but we sick of them. Okay. Jesus is real. It's called a relationship. Okay. You don't like everybody all the time. Now, in order to get on this podcast, we do we do keep you anonymous, so you don't have to worry about no pushback. We, we are about to start putting out the videos, but it won't be without the teacher's consent. So if you want the teachers who are on here and you don't want your face on, you know, you know, you know, especially if you're saying some wild stuff <laughs> and you don't want nobody to see you, I, we'll definitely consult with you. And we won't put that video out. We'll just keep it audio. Okay, I do understand that. I don't want anybody to feel like they can't you know, express themselves on my show uh in fear of any type of backlash from the district or just some messy ass teachers who just like ah you seen her they'll screen they'll record the video on their phone and send it to everybody in the district yeah i told you she i told you she shouldn't been certified she probably ain't certified anyway talking that mess like you know she's talking about you right you know she's talking about you right boy i tell you man sometimes it ain't even admins it ain't the kids it's the people you work with these little crab in the bucket teachers fighting for this little $35,000 a year. Oh, man, don't get me started this morning. So uh, I have a guest this morning. In order to get on here, you know, you have to submit a story or any story. You know, usually teachers don't know how many books they can write uh, with all the stuff we go through. So um, uh, without further ado, I have a guest today. I want y'all to clap it up wherever you at unless you drive and don't be stupid. OK, just <laughs> just yay it. OK, welcome, Miss. Uh, is it Chandra Michelle? Is it is it Miss Michelle? Oh, just call you. Mich well, what can I call you? Miss Q. They call me Miss Q. Miss Q. Miss Q. I, I, I just on here. I, I don't see the. I just you got a butt. You got. Chandra. I don't want to tell everybody your whole damn. Yeah. They don't need to know you like that, Miss Q. <laughs> I got you. So, uh, so yes, uh, sir. First of all, thank you so much for being on here as a guest. Uh, we're supposed to have a guest before, but you know sometimes teachers they have. You know they're so busy. We've had that a few times where they just you know. And you gotta understand that, you know, they messing up my damn day and they have me get up on the next day and have to record this thing, but it's all good. Thank you so much and uh, for being a part of uh, the uh, ADB uh, community of teachers who really, you know, who really understand what we go through. I tell new teachers all the time, if they follow me, I apologize to them for going through so much stuff <laughs> early in their career where they have to follow me. Cause you gotta be stressed out to really understand what I'm talking about. You know, some people really don't understand as educators. So, you know, I pray that all new teachers don't have to relate to my comedy to like three, four years down the line, you know? So thank you so much for uh, doing that. Uh, so we're, first off, where are you at? Where are you from? I am from um, New Mexico, Hobbs, New Mexico. Okay. But I currently live in Dallas, okay, Dallas, Texas. And I noticed that you're coming to Dallas, so I got a couple of tickets like way in the back. Yeah, you know, hey, the back, back row. I'll be out there. It's about <laughs> it's about 15 tickets from selling all the way out. So I just consider that sold out because the show is not till next weekend. So that thing gonna be sold out in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm glad you got in there, man. I, I'm telling you, I'm on fire. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I just miss being on stage. I miss you guys. The pandemic had me bottled up. And of course, everybody went through stuff too. So it's more, it's more pain behind my words. You know what I'm saying? It's more conviction behind what I'm saying. I don't need no script. You know, it's in my heart. And you can kind of tell the difference while I'm on stage now. It's different. I don't have a lot of have you ever seen the show before? Have you ever No, this will be my first time. Oh. Before, uh, before I, I had like it, it was almost Eddie B and friends. So I would bring other comedians with me, a poet, you know. 
it was a damn oh, a whole show. And and in the process of it, you know, I would, you know, teachers would give me feedback on it, like, hey, you know, it should be just, you know, like we didn't come to see whatever, whatever. And then if they didn't appeal to the people, you know, it was like that. And so I found myself taking up for the people on my show a lot, because that's just me. And what I realized is that Eddie B, they I mean, they can't even see you, so give them a show on your own. So that's what we're doing now this time around. It's just me and the DJ, and best believe the DJ going to be rocking. Dallas going to be stupid. I can't wait for you to see the other teachers there. That's the thing. You're going to be in the middle. Well, you're going to be behind a whole <laughs> No, I guarantee you the tickets that you got, somebody going to be behind you because it, it was still some, some red colors there. You're going to be in the midst of a bunch of teachers just like you, and they're going to be partying, and they're going to be drinking, and they're going to be, it's going to be like a big conference that, that, you know, you, you wish you could attend every year, and we're going to do that. Don't worry about it. We're going to do that. So I can't wait for you to experience that. By the time I come through, everybody tipsy and happy. I'm slapping hands, and I'm going to do my thing for about an hour and something, so... Um, so you in Dallas, Texas, what part of Dallas? I got some Kim people out there. Well, I'm, I'm near downtown Dallas. So you in Dallas, you just almost downtown. Okay. So yeah. you, 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 you was born in, in, in Mexico, right? Were you like an army <laughs> brat or you, or your people or your people are Spanish? Uh, I was born in New Mexico. New Mexico, the new one. So it ain't got nothing to do yeah. with it. <laughs> Don't put that on. <laughs> Yeah, they ain't building, they ain't trying to talk about no wild in New Mexico. They won't, they, yeah, new. They, yeah, that's- We welcome, we welcome everybody in New Mexico. I got you, I'm on my way. It, it, I know it's, I heard it's pretty out there too. It's pretty out there too. Yeah, yeah, I have some beautiful spaces. I got places. you, but, but now you in the heat of Dallas. So let's not talk about New Mexico no more. Are you a Cowboys fan? Please don't hurt my feelings. Huh? I like the Cowboys. I, I mean, I, I like the Cowboys, but I'm not that big on football. That's my <laughs> I'd rather you say that. Don't be big on football. Forget everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm from in Houston, Texas. Okay, now here we go. Uh, um, so you were born. You're from New Mexico. You started teaching in the States or you started teaching in New Mexico? I started teaching in New Mexico I've been teaching for over 20 years like in, in different aspects of teaching but mm -hmm. I've been in Dallas teaching for nine nine years now okay did you want to become a teacher that's the age-old question because some teachers they lost so much about that like when you were growing up did you say I want to be a teacher you saw teachers and made you want to do it what did you really want to be See, when I grew up, my grandmother really wanted me to be a teacher, okay. and then I, I kind of wanted to be a teacher because my, okay. my kindergarten teacher was, she was strict, she was a strict teacher, like one of those old school teachers where she had a ruler and everything, and I was scared yeah. of her, I'm gonna hit you. but That's at the same time, there was something, yeah, 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 but she, it, there was something beautiful about kindergarten mm -hmm. and how she taught, and so I did always want to be a teacher. Teacher. Got you, got you. You one of the few. Bless your heart. You are living your dream. You know, bless your little heart. Okay. So, um, so I take it that you teach elementary. Yeah, <laughs> you teach at you. So you on the elementary level? Yes, I've taught pre-K, kindergarten, and first grade. I'm currently teaching three-year-olds in pre in pre-K okay. in a, at an elementary school. Oh wow, that gotta be interesting because they fresh. They just some of them, them just starting to walk and talk a little. Some of them might not even be doing that. Starting late, <laughs> if it's a public yeah. school. So, um, yeah. so, uh, so basically, you got the babies, and uh, I know you, you, the, those, you know, the the parents are new. You know, I know, I know you notice the difference in the parents every year. They getting younger and younger, and you have to deal with them. Um, how, how do you deal with that? And do you have supportive parents too? Um, the majority of the time, I do have really supportive parents. I have had parents that, you know, it was a different story. But um, I have parents who really, 
I have some parents who have actually requested me before because I've had their other kids and that always Mm -hmm. makes it easier and better because they know the type of teacher I am. And um, so that always, when you have that rapport with parents, it always makes it a lot better. Okay. And I know that to be true, especially, that's just like with anybody, you deal with them and you know, you have to deal with them in a different situation where at least you're familiar with them and they're familiar with you. And it kind of goes smooth in all aspects though. In the in the in the, in the in the learning abilities and disabilities, in you know in, in the support uh, category, you know what I'm saying, and in the and even in the discipline area. Hey, I know your mom, I know your daddy, you know I know them, and vice versa. Hey, I told that teacher she got my permission to get on you, so don't come to me. You know, and that's a, you know what I. I I wish it was a way for there were a way for parents and, and teachers they can set up something to where it can be a community like that with no kid present and be like, look, this is what the teacher needs from you. Okay. And this is what okay. I don't don't let the parents talk. Cause some of them really gonna just be, you know, oh, why she shouldn't do this. No, we're not here for that. We letting you know what the teacher needs from you. And we need to know how you can deliver that. Within, you know, we all grown, you know, we understand it's just your baby. He don't do no wrong. You know, he a Christian at your house. He's a Viking on this campus. Okay. He has a helmet at this campus and an axe and a shield. And he rolled in from the north. <laughs> okay. But you can't say that. Your job is in jeopardy. So I heard you say they know what kind of teacher are you. What kind of teacher are you if you had to put yourself in the category? If I was interviewing you and I'm like, hey, Miss Q, what kind of teacher are you? What would you tell me? Um, I love I love singing and oh. dancing and having fun. Yeah, I'm like I'm not the paperwork teacher. I'm not the teacher that always wants to do everything that they want teachers to do. But I love the fun aspects of teaching. Yeah, and being creative. I like to write and I like to draw and things like that. So if it's artsy and fun, that's what I like to do. Now, you know, every school doesn't allow teachers to express themselves like that in the curriculum. They already have a set way that they want you to do, you know, what they put in front of you. Like, so apparently you work at a campus where they allow you to do that. That's what I'm getting, right? Yes. Okay. Well, and since I work with, right now I'm working with pre-K, so in pre-K it's a little different, but we still test, we have report card, we test a lot in pre-K, and it it stresses me out because they're three, and they already test a lot, and we have report cards, so there's still high expectations, but if I can um, bring in food to teach them, or bring in music, and and make it fun, then that's what I do, and it it just is what it is. Yeah, and if they got a problem with it, but you know what? Sometimes they they look at the results, and you know they gotta back off with results because that's something you can't argue with. Even if they come in your classroom and see the kids are involved, you know how they preach that and let it be student based learning and yeah, yeah. But that's how you do it. You gotta grab their attention, you know, and, and you just can't do it, you know with the little boring ways and, and the curriculum guidelines and the pacing calendar that they put in front of you. It's just boring. I don't know who the hell made it up, but it couldn't have been no effective fun teacher. Sometimes you have to sneak and be fun, you know? So if you had a teacher in front of you, cause I guarantee you 75% of the time, almost teachers are not allowed to do that. They have, they have to be robotic in, in their, you know, in their style of teaching, which is not their style. What would you say to a new teacher that came up to you and be like, hey, you know what? You can do this at your school and it's effective. And I know if I did it in my classroom, you know, it'd be effective, but they won't let me do this. What would you tell, what advice would you give them to try to implement? And I, like, if they work for a district who don't want them to do like nothing but what, how they want them to teach. I think if you can justify it and you can connect it, you know, you still would have to connect it to your teaks and your goals. But if you can justify the reason why you're doing it, you know, then um, and and sometimes you just you you sometimes you just do it. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you might you might get in trouble. I don't know, but you know, you have to know, and, and your your principal really needs to know you, you know, and know. 
you know, where your heart is. And um, I think with teachers, they need to differentiate teachers the same way they tell us to differentiate for kids. You need to differentiate for your teachers. So if your principal knows you and knows what what the best the best way your delivery for it, delivering mm-hmm. education, delivering what you're trying to teach, then, you know, I think yeah, it, yeah. It, it's still a, <laughs> I, don't, I really yeah. don't know, because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, but... no, 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 because you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, I, I tell teachers all the time, sneak and be creative. If it works, if your classroom, if your class responds to you doing something that they don't want you to do, you know, it's not that they don't want you to do. They just want you to do what they want you to do. But if you find a resource or a way to get through to these kids that helps you with the curriculum and you try to maybe present it, I mean present it because that'll give them a way to shoot it down and know what you're doing. Okay. If it's an effective way, <laughs> hey, sneak and be creative. Just, you got to learn how to, man, we sneaky in life anyway. Don't tell me you don't, You just stop being sneaky when you start being a teacher. We know how to get away with stuff, okay? We done lied on so many damn interviews to get jobs, talking about we'll do duties as a sign. Yeah, we'll work Sundays. Yeah, we'll work Saturdays. Yeah, we And when you get the job, like, damn, this the only... <laughs> they gave me the rookie shift, you know? The veterans get a chance to leave, you know? And work weekends and get money. We on the morning shift on a Monday, you know? And so don't act like you're not human now. You human, find a way to be creative. Now, when they come in your room, give it to them. And you can even coach your kids. Hey, y'all, now, you know, we usually have fun, but we can't do that today because the principal is coming to observe. No, the principal didn't tell me, but I got to connect. I got to connect in the district and I heard that she was coming today. She don't even know I know. because Somebody from my teacher click told everybody. So they gonna come here at some point today. Y'all need to be on point and you got to bribe them. You know, yeah, remember, remember candy. That? Remember that little pizza party y'all wanted? Little nachos y'all wanted? Okay, when we have a free day, okay? Your life can be real recessive, recess-ish, okay? If, if you want it to be. Or we can be locked up in this room all day long, okay? This is my job on the line. <laughs> Bad kids, you got to get them extra. Say, man, look, good boy. I don't like you either, okay? But let's get together for this moment. Act like you know what's going on. And, and you know, we can come to some. That's how you do it. Yeah. But I think teachers just don't, yeah. don't, forget, don't forget that you're human. Find a way to do it. So now you did say something interesting. You said that the principal has to know the teacher. How often does that happen? They don't know you. They don't try to get to know you. True, true. It doesn't always happen. I, I got blessed, like especially at the school I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And even when I worked for my old district, um, my principal knew me. When I taught first grade, I would bring fun into the classroom. Everything was hands-on. Everything was big because we test testing was so prevalent that I had to make it fun. And after a while, my principal, that was what drew her into my classroom. She would bring different people into my classroom to see what I was doing because for them, for my class, it was working. Okay. So, yeah. And, and principals don't always know you. You're right. Yeah. So and, it just, it just, I don't know. And, well, you know what? You'll be amazed at the stuff uh, that comes out that will be beneficial uh, on a, on a campus just from conversation. We just had a conversation right now and I just thought of the idea like principals, they doing all this doggone training where they need to have uh, a relationships training on how to individualize uh, is a way to individualize a curriculum based on a teacher's likes, dislikes, the way they are, their personalities, and how they deliver uh, an objective. You know, I'm sounding like I got sense. I know educated women like, look how he dressed, girl. Look how he talked. That is my husband. No, I'm not. I'm just a fed up teacher. <laughs> I'm just a fed up teacher. And then, and then they'll find something fine about you, girl. He got some sexy. He got sexy cheek structure. I ain't never met a man with a sexy cheek structure. Shut up. I'm just <laughs> talking to stuff that you wish you could say and it'd be on your mind. But there needs to be more trainings. And when I say stuff like that, I'm always thinking about putting something in place. Like when I told you about the um, how the comedy shows are like a conference, there will be, I will have a comedy conference, Eddie B comedy conference. And I'm not going to be a part of nobody's. Hey, we having a conference and Eddie B going to be there. I'm their selling point. I'm not your selling point. 
No, I'm the focal point. I'll let you in here if I if I think you are good enough, you know. But I need something to have for us. Like everything that I've had to endure as a teacher, that's boring. That's, you know, I felt like it's just a waste of time when we could have been in our classrooms. You know, I want to be able to do that and deliver it in a way that we're, hey, you know, it's a way for us to bridge this and make it fun. I know, you know, I know education and entertainment don't go together until now. And right now it's outside of the classroom, right? How do yes. I bring it into schools? Not for the kids, I'm talking about for the benefit of the teachers because happy class, I mean, happy teacher, happy classroom, you know? How can I get into where, you know, I can have it within the district, like have a conference, no teacher has to pay anything, all right? The districts always pay for you to go to them boring, raggedy, they trying to sell you stuff, conferences. And a lot of times you go to them conferences out of town, you'll have one person go to all the classes, everybody else be shopping and partying. Okay, my bad, I'm telling our secrets like hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had a conference in New Orleans and let me tell you something. We had a teacher drunk on, on <laughs> we had a teacher drunk on, uh, on the strip <laughs> at noon. We had to find this boy, we found him in the bar, okay? It's a shame you go to a strip club you was at last night. Well, technically, it was a <laughs> gentleman's club. <laughs> we all went to gentleman's club. This boy stayed out, right? We found him in the bar the next day, tilted over. That's because he don't ever have no fun. He's married and he's a teacher. So, Jesus, bless his heart. But, I mean, uh, but we will bridge that gap. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. If I need help with it, God will send the right people because my heart is there. And I can't wait for you to see the show. Like. It's not, I'm not just talking about how funny I am. I'm a dog it out. I'm talking about the whole mood of the place. You know what I'm saying? The whole mood of it is going to be, oh, teachers going to be up, dancing. I can't what you say about them. Chilling is going to be girls night out. Somebody having birthdays that night. You know, just don't get in no trouble. Don't go to no after parties. You stay in Dallas, you probably know most <laughs> of them from, from trainings and from your dish. You're going to find somebody, you know. So I'm so, like, every teacher needs to experience this, you know, except for the little haters. Haters, you can stay home, okay? You don't deserve to smile. You deserve everything that the district give you, and I hope it's a hard time. Because those are the ones who talk down on teachers trying to have a good time, you know, and want stuff to yeah. change. And when teachers make a change, it's other teachers that block them and stop them. You know, them old house teachers. House teachers. <laughs> we out in the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On the plantation, these house teachers up under the, up under the principal massa, okay? <laughs> doing and trying to get us to do what principal master say you know and we out here trying to change some stuff and you know it's always that and so when they say that oh eddie b he's the voice of teachers no i'm not the voice of all teachers i'm the voice of the majority of the teachers who can't say nothing because that small amount of the teachers who act like they got it all together and they come from a, a well-to-do family and a prestigious certification program teach for america they got all the resources in the world and their method works and they think they're better than somebody have high scores like they had you know I don't represent them I couldn't stand them when I was teaching I can't stand them now I don't think there's no way to convert them because that's just how they are you know they get a leg up they have good scores and then they become academic coaches and then they become APs and they get up and up and they forget that they were ever in a classroom they forget that they were ever you know some uh, teacher and they just stopped understanding what we go through because out of sight out of mind you know and anyway that's just an unfortunate truth though but i can't wait everybody need to experience that show except for the teacher haters we ain't got no time for you <laughs> bye bye hey with you your little boy meet and greet path we're gonna party harder over here baby and we're gonna laugh about the stuff we stress about and i'm glad i'm glad we're doing yeah. it again man. i'm so happy i'm so happy for you to be able to come now you had to submit a story to my, uh, I, I didn't read the story. Now, I do it on purpose so I can just hear it for the first time. Whatever it was, it was good enough um, for the, uh, for the, um, for somebody from my team to have you on here. And every it was a good one, no matter what it is, because it's new to me. Okay. It's your personal experience, whether it's good or bad <laughs> and different, just go ahead. And uh, so the, 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 um, the story that you share, you mind sharing that uh, with us right now? 
Okay, I basically wanted to come to your show because you inspire you inspire me because you stepped outside of the classroom. I know you mm-hmm. asked me, um, have I always wanted to be a teacher? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do I mm-hmm. always still want to be a teacher? No, I quit my job I every day. Like when I'm at work, yeah. before yeah. I make it to work, I already quit my job. <laughs> it happens because it is stressful. And um, yes, there's a lot of stress that comes with it. And um so basically, I wanted to come on and just encourage teachers, not the hater teachers, but the ones who, who, who know, they know what's going on, to encourage them just if they feel like there's something more to life, like there is something more. Like we dedicate our lives to teachers. I mean, as being teachers, we dedicate our lives to everybody. We dedicate our lives to teaching. And um, it's easy for our little candle, our little flame to get burned out. Mm. And once we're burned out, that's for somebody else in your place. That's what they I, I was just talking to my friend. I was just talking to one of my friends. She just quit her teaching job to follow her dreams, to follow her dreams and do something different. Because another teacher actually went into a coma and I think she died because of the stress of teaching. So I just really feel like um, the older I, the older I get, I realize how important life is. And um, so I even started um, writing books. So that's like my side hustle. I self-published books. And my first book I self-published was just an ebook, And it was inspired by my kindergartners because they would just say funny things. And then the next book I wrote was The Teacher Who Didn't Want to Go to School. And it was actually just about paperwork. It was just about the paperwork because I had a really good class. I was blessed with really good kids in a really good classroom. But the paperwork and all the other demands, I was so stressed out. So I wrote a book for teachers about teaching, and it actually won me an award from the celebrity, hey. the National Celebrity Educators. Yes. So I'm, thank you. So I really just feel like. Sometimes we think teaching is all we can do, and sometimes that's all we know. When I moved to Dallas, and I just I I was trying to transfer over to different schools, and I was in between jobs, and I was like, if I didn't teach, what would I do? Like I didn't even know, and then I wasn't even sure if I was going to get a teaching position, you know, or how long it was going to take. And people would say, oh, you can get a job at McDonald's, you can get a job at Walmart, you know, there's other things you could do because you need money. And I was thinking, that's not what I want to do. I was like, what would I do? And I was so perplexed. And I'm still perplexed about that. I'm still not sure if I didn't teach, what would I do? So I'm trying to discover Mm -hmm. myself and find out what else am I good at? Because I want to live life to the fullest and I want to live life with no regrets. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to just teach till I'm 80 and then I'm in the grave and that's all I all I did was teach so yeah. I feel like you know teachers lives matter that's my yeah. that's my like, that's yeah. what I believe in and um, I had to send, you might have to send one you might have to send one of them to my definitely yeah. I will you make I will. those or you make those or you bought that I, I make, make yes or let, or let me know where I can uh, go to uh, support your business too. And and bef- and before we get off, you know, I'll let you share it with the people where they can go. She has a Teachers Lives Matter shirt on. I like that because it do. It really do, man. That's what's up. Yeah. I see, yeah, I like that. That's that's very creative. That's what's up. Thank you. You know, I would echo that. You right. Um, what what would you do? If you wasn't a teacher, you know, some people like better. I'd be doing better. <laughs> I do get that. That, that. And that's a life question, man. You really have to deal with that sometimes because some teachers are stuck. One, because I was trying to uh, do comedy. I was a comedian and uh, it didn't make no money. You know, I'm busting my butt on comedy stages and learning how it goes, you know, but that prepared me to teach too because. I'm going doing shows at comedy clubs where those people didn't pay to get in. They, these are just comedy nights that a comedian will have. And I'm just trying to work my talent out. I'm trying, but they are so unforgiving, you know, and people don't come to see you and you go on before somebody else and you hearing just, I mean, I ain't get, I ain't never get booed, you know, thank God I had to kill nobody, you know, but I did hear crickets before and people talking over you because they didn't come to see you and they're rude and, you know, but by the time I, I just kept going in it, I got better. And there was no formula for it. I didn't study. I didn't know how to write. I just kept going. And I would say to every teacher out there, man, 
keep teaching, you know? No matter, you're gonna have to go through stuff. Uh, people gonna say stuff. They didn't come to see you. They think they the show. People come on campus, it's the principal school, okay? Not knowing that the teachers, you know, make that thing right. And you can't get discouraged. And it's gonna be a lot of teachers, cause I had to deal with so many comedians who talk down on me. You know, they don't even know I know too. You know, when it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's something. I don't know what she say, but don't worry about me now, okay? <laughs> God is good. And, and, and that's another thing I wanna say, man. Don't feel bad about not answering your damn phone. Okay, you don't owe nobody nothing, man. Some of these people, they will hit you up and they're takers. I mean, if it's not money, they'll, I mean, they're joy stealers. You know, they'll tell you about how horrible they, they life is going. And I'm like, damn, well, you need to go on end it then. You, 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 I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I can't battle my issues and your issues at the same time. And I have people hit me up who, who weren't my people before. And, um, I was so charitable when I first started this. I was make, I'm telling you, man, I was living it up. Like I was, you know, I'm on tour and we're doing three, 4,000, you know, uh, 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 people, every comedy show. And that was a small show. You know what I'm saying? I done rocked it with 7,000 teachers in the house before. And that was sick. So you can imagine what my check was that night. You feel what I'm saying? But you never hear me gloat about it, but people will count your, count your, uh, count your dollars without you having to invite them to do it, right? And they'll, they'll make you feel this false sense of, uh, you got to give back to who? My mama dead and gone. My daddy dead and gone too. My grandma dead and gone. Who are you talking about? My brother don't ask me for nothing. My brother, you got to look around. God will send the right people around you. And education, man, the right people going to come around you. They watching you. You're a new teacher, man. Your style gonna come to you. Don't worry about what nobody say. Don't let them stress you out. Cause just like you said, let them happen to you. They gonna ease you out. Somebody right in your place, who who you know who would do what they say. So, with your um, yeah, I be getting on my soapbox. You know, I can talk about this all day. You know, um, so now you how long how long have you been teaching in Dallas though? You um for nine nine years. Say that again. Nine years. Nine years in Dallas. So you've been teaching for 20 years total. Dang, girl. But and you happy. You, still, you got a, I'm saying you got a good dental plan. You got a pretty smile. You know, you lined up or you got braces early when you in Mexico, New Mexico. Yeah, you got it popping, man. You got your skin, you know, your skin is bump free. Okay. You ain't stressed about nothing. No I just got a bump <laughs> hey, hey, girl! You got a filter on your. You got. You can have a filter on your. I need to get that filter because you know I. I got life. Life is in my face. You know, some women late like me because they know I got a. You know, I got that that that, that thug face. Okay, because I'm hood, but I'm educated. So that's best of both worlds. I'm a dangerous man. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm bad for you, shouting. You don't want me because I'm best of both worlds. Okay, Jesus is real. <laughs> uh, but so so you. I, now I heard about Dallas ISD. Now I heard it wasn't the best district. This was before. This was years ago when I was, you know, be, uh, looking off into, you know, not moving but teaching. Is that like what district do you work for? I used to work for Dallas ISD, yeah, but I, I was, was blessed. I was blessed at my school in my campus. Yeah, I was blessed. I had like yeah. a really good class like and a really good like school. It depends. It depends on where you are. <laughs> it starts at the top. It definitely starts at the top, you know, from the superintendent. Yes. But I think there can be a wrench thrown in it when it gets to the principal level, though. Every principal don't have to be that enforcer, that that ding-dong enforcer, you know. You can enforce uh, mandates in a, in, in, in a human way. You know, letting teachers know that you understand that they are human and they, you know, they go through stuff. And yeah, I just don't understand it, but that's just how it goes. Positions of power, people yeah. abuse it. Or they just handle it yet. You got principals, some principals are new and they are trying to battle with keeping their job and maintaining the school. And because, you know, every teacher, I, now, in, all, in all fairness, principals, I know you deal with some poop butt teachers too. I know you do. 
Okay, you deal with teachers who bother you, who are who's so needy, who always, you know, maybe we should do this here. Maybe we should, you know, who think they to, you know, when it's a new principal, they hurry up and have a private meeting with them. Okay, I'm gonna, you know, right now, this guy, is, he doesn't, Eddie B, he doesn't dress like a teacher. He's, you know, he's just like the students. Shut up. You shut up. You gonna buy my clothes? You know what I don't make. You know, you know what my salary ain't. So I'm glad that you yeah. found a good situation. Um, like usually you have to find good situations in people and you work on a great campus for a real good district. And uh, I believe that has a lot to do with your principal too. Cause that's a, that's a, a culture that they built there. That didn't happen when you got there. You know what I'm saying? That was in place whenever, whenever, you know, before you got there, if you happy, that's a culture that they developed. So if, if they develop it there, can't they do it everywhere? It's all about personnel. When I play football, yeah. When I play football, the coach always say, "Know your personnel. Know who's on the field," because you know. But he'll say it in a derogatory way, like the quarterback will be throwing the ball, and you got a fourth place or fourth string receiver in the game. Starter, he's tired, and you got a pass play. You don't throw that ball to the fourth string receiver, okay? Know who in there? You better run it, because you know he ain't gonna yeah. come ball. So basically, you know who you work for. You know who your teachers are. You know, you got to adjust your game plan to them. Have you yes. ever thought about like any type of trainings for anybody or being involved in anything, you know, to kind of, to kind of, you know, seem like you're, uh, you're, you're a thinker and, and like, it's only so much stuff we can do as far as innovation. You know what I'm saying? You ever had a thought about like, you know, trying to implement something campus-wide that you thought of that'll work that works for you that um, might work for other teachers no um i really my thing now is i want to get out out of the classroom okay. and um i really want to start my own literacy center like an early childhood literacy center Boom. to promote literacy especially third grade reading scores you know determining the number of prisons they build and things like that. Mm. So I think that's my my goal. I've been in the classroom and after a while it, it does burn you out. Yeah. So I just have a different a different mindset, you know, when it comes to that. Have you ever been burnt out as a teacher? Like and how did you handle that? Yes, I, I was oh I've been burnt out. What I what I had to do was step away from like clock out on time um like you say don't answer don't check emails on the weekend i had to step away from a lot of things because teaching can it consumes you and parents mm -hmm. consume you and the kids consume you and i just have to step away from things and when i come home i don't have kids so i can have downtime and if i wanted to sleep or watch netflix or go out with friends whatever i want to do i i have that opportunity so i do have I just have to figure out and focus on me, like figure out what I want to do and then just focus on me. And mental health is real and self-care is real. And um, yes, because I, I've, I've had some, I worked at a school where I was so stressed out. They they gave me like medication and things like that. And I had to like, like wean myself off of the medication. I mean, this is just real. I was so stressed out. I, I could have had a mental breakdown, but I had I had to figure out how to pour into me. I, you can't just always pour into somebody else. You know, you have to put on your your um, what do they say when you get on an airplane? You know, you need to put on your mask first, oxygen mask. Before you can give somebody else. Yeah. So I think yeah. as, as educators, we need to remember that because it, it happens. Put your mask on before you can help somebody else. Airplane mode. Airplane mode, not just your yes. phone, your life. Yeah. Life in airplane mode. Silent, all that. Ain't nothing wrong with a little matter. Have you have you see? I I I found um meditation. Meditation is cool too. You know, and it don't take long, man. Put on that calm meditation uh app on Pandora, or you can do it on YouTube, anything, and just close your eyes. Just like the song say. The Muppet Babies. You remember the Muppet Babies? You don't remember them? Yes. When you like, it's kind of weird and you wish that you were there. Just close your eyes <laughs> and make believe. 
and you can be anywhere. Come on, man. That was life to tell us about. Yeah. Yeah. And so live like a mother, baby, man. Close your eyes and make believe you somewhere else, man. Sometimes you got to visualize that thing real fast. Uh, my people, we know stress is real. We know the burnout is real. And before, you know, yes. you turn to the devil, just know that they, they do have a, a substance abuse and mental health help, uh, mental health helpline. Uh, it's 800-662-HELP. Okay, that's 800-662-4357, okay? And that's just a resource that you can get people just dealing with your mental health. It's okay to talk to somebody or just confide in another teacher because you know they going through it too. You know, if I'd have had that, like, I'm a prime example. It affect, I had a condition called Bell's Palsy at a campus uh, uh, affected my health and I've played physical sports my entire life and I've had broken bones that, that have healed. Nothing has kept me off my feet. You know, the only thing kept me off my feet was stressing behind teaching non-contact sport. Okay. So that lets me know that your internal, uh, your uh, health is, will affect you more than your external. Okay. You can deal with external. You can still move around and deal with that thing and, and let your bones grow back and cast that thing up and get a shot and, you know, icy hot or some something on there, but internally yeah. you got to let it. And when that doctor told me it comes from stress and the only, uh, after they give you the initial dose, because one side of my face didn't work. Yeah. I thought that I slept on my face wrong and, um, no, the doctor said, you gotta let it run its course. And only thing he prescribed after the initial uh, the steroids and stuff was rest and water. I'm like, damn, I've been drinking that and doing that, but I haven't been getting enough. And so teaching stressed me out. And it's in my book. It's in my book. Y'all need to go pick up my book. I'm already professionally developed straight from the teacher's desk. Uh, you can get that on Amazon on my website. And I talk about me, how I dealt with my stress and what happened to me. Okay, I'm not just talking about this stuff. It's real. And you know, you know what? It was okay for me to be away from work as long as I had days. They lied. Oh, oh, Mr. Brown, don't worry about it. You get healthy. You just take care of yourself. Okay, we're gonna be fine. All right, you're no good to pulling these kids if you're not healthy. When my days ran out, still had the condition. You know, the condition stuck with me for at least seven months. Okay. Guess who had to go back to school and teach? Feeling like the Joker. One side of his face don't work. I can't over overexert an expression on my face because you could really, you know, I can't blink. I'm taking eye drops in one eye because it's dried out. Blink, you know. Don't let it get to that point before you try to get some help, man, or talk to somebody. I just drop everything, man. Drop it. Drop it and stop it. That's my thing. Drop it and stop it. Don't let it stress you out, man. Watch one of my videos. I'm glad. And, they, and when people say, they don't know how serious I take it when they say, I was so stressed out until I found your videos. You don't know how many lives those videos have probably saved. I ain't talking about the teachers. I'm talking about from the people they would have killed if, <laughs> if they wouldn't have seen my videos. The district ought to be sending me money right now. I just saved your campus from getting blew up. <laughs> they found somebody online who can say what they really be thinking. And then you, they find it like, oh, he's, teachers really think that? Yes. And you better bag back because we're looking at you. You know, we really want to say this stuff. Yes, so, we, we watch your videos that you, you saved our lives. We would go into one of our teacher pals rooms and watch your videos. So yeah. that prayer and meditation and yeah. after positive affirmations. Yeah. <laughs> one, one teacher hit me today and uh, she read my book and I talk about opening up my life about being, you know, I didn't have a father around and it didn't affect me that I play. I was in sports. When you see sports, you're going to see dads around. As a, as a boy, right? And so I noticed I started, I was the starter, you know? But man, on the team, talking about the dude who come off the bench who subs for me, his daddy was at every practice. And I'm like, dang, you know, I kind of felt a certain way, but I was the oldest in high school and um, never know who you gonna touch. It was a, a, a young lady hit my, hit my line today. She said that uh, the book was so inspiring. Her son deals with his dad not being around. If there's anything that I can, you know, put into the, put into our, the inbox that he could read and I just put something in there and she hit me back she said truly 
the hand and feet of Christ. And I know they did the Christ hand, so I don't know about the hand part because ain't nobody gonna <laughs> nail me nowhere. Okay, that's what now. Nah, but I got what she was saying though. Like you are really doing what God put you on this. I don't at all. So, uh, with with that being said, you do have business that you have. You make your shirts, or that's just something you want to do. There's something that you have going on that they can just come and buy your stuff. Um, people can um, contact me. You can follow me on Facebook at iHeartTeaching and on Instagram. And if you go to Master P Reviews, episode 41, check out my episode and you can pick out um, you can pick up my books on Amazon. Yes, I got to yes, Master P actually re reviewed my books um, during Black History Month. So please go to episode 41, Master P Reviews and check it out. <laughs> that hurt right there. I would say I need to do book reviews, but I don't read like that. Okay. God will get mad at me because I ain't read the Bible like I'm supposed to. Like I skim through. I, I it's like I, I, I let books backed up that I haven't read that are still in there. You know what I'm saying? And so, like to start something new, like I I've read like a little. I got like like to read. Okay. That's good. That's good for me. And uh, like before I take on something else, uh, but that'd be a good idea. Maybe I can have a panel of people who read and we all review a book. They give me the whole synopsis of it and we can go in from there, but I love the support. So how can they get a hold to you? A website they can go um, I'm working on my website, but you can go to iHeartTeaching on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh. iHeartTeaching. iHeartTeaching. Yes. I, I heart teaching on Instagram, Facebook, and Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and Twitter. You know, okay. Might need to get on e -E. Oh, yeah, and in TikTok, E Y E heart. Yeah, E Y E heart. Uh, is it the symbol heart? <laughs> or oh, they got to spell the word. the word out? Okay, so the word heart. Yeah, I, I heart teaching is E Y E, not I. That's what I was thinking because I thought she was doing like I heart radio. Like, that's black. Look at you, girl. Okay. All right. I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. It was very, um, very insightful. And it's good to see, you know, you smiling as an educator and you, the situation that you uh, found yourself in in Dallas. You know, um, that's what some teachers dream about. And you, I just want to say that you're truly blessed, man. And don't take it for granted, but please help somebody else out when you get a chance to just with your words and encouragement other teachers, you know, because they can really feed off of your positive energy, you know, because if they on a campus that don't, you know, promote any type of positive uh, 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 culture there, you know, somebody, there, there are schools out there like it's, it's hope. It, it is out there somewhere. And so thank you so much, uh, Sister Miss Q. Uh, she ain't got no kids, y'all. That's why she's smiling her butt off. She ain't stopped smiling. I don't know if it's, because, it's because who she work at or when she get home and don't have to deal with no kids. So I don't know whether to be happy or jealous of you because, uh, now nah, uh, you're doing your thing. I'm definitely going to support you and I got to get one of those shirts soon. I don't want it for free. I'm going to go support you on I Heart Teaching on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much. Anything you want to just say to the people before we uh, tag out? Um, just, um, thank you for this opportunity. We love you. You keep, you help teachers just, just make it. You help us make it through. And I can't wait to see you here in Dallas. It's a clean show. I ain't gonna be doing no cursing, but I'm gonna talk so crazy. You gonna think I did. Okay. And he could have cursed and I wouldn't say nothing, but I don't, yeah. So it's a clean show. I might say hell or damn, maybe, but those are little soft words. We can deal with that. So thank y'all so much for tuning in one more time to the Teacher Lounge with your boy Eddie B. Do this every Wednesday. Don't miss the show, man. And make sure you comment, okay, and share, okay, because we read those comments and that's how we keep it going, man. We got to see those comments. Let me know what you think about it. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, make sure you pop that on there. Maybe we can get that on, okay? Also, you can also tell me about it on my chat line, 833-957-2788. This show, every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, and 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to my website and subscribe, adbcomedy.com. Okay, it's free, and you'll get notifications on everything. You don't have to ask no more questions. 
You get notifications on, on merch that's coming out. You can buy you some stuff. Uh, we have my uh, uh, my book is on there. I have um, I, uh, my docu-series is on there. All that is good. I'm opening up, talking about the tour and how it got started from the classroom to the stage. You know, that's pretty interesting. And uh, make sure y'all keep up with, with me like that. And of course, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. I'm on there delivering these videos. If y'all have any video ideas, hey, hit me up. If something's going on that you want me to put on the video that you can't say, I do that all the time. I spice it up for you and put it out there. Believe me, I will. And you and I won't, I won't tag you in it because they be hating. But anyway, thank you so much, Sugar Tips, Putting Lips. Make sure y'all catch a show. Okay, y'all got to get there, man. It's for teachers only. But you don't have to be a teacher to follow it. So if you want to bring a non-teacher friend, come on, man. Y'all good, man. I talk that crazy life comedy. My comedy, uh, you know, you good. You good. My comedy will, is relatable to anybody who's working on a job and you don't always like your job. That's every damn body almost in America, okay? Love you guys so much. Tune in next Wednesday. I'll see y'all then. Until then, don't, man, get you some rest, man, okay? Life ain't no test. It's a bunch of quizzes. You're going to be all right. Love you guys. So I just made that up. I like that. It's a bunch of quizzes. <laughs> Pop quizzes, too. Hey, love you guys. Y'all be good, man.